Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about random topics. I'm Kev. And I'm Jack. Let's talk about the NBA during COVID. Yeah, so last week we did an episode on MLB coming back during COVID, which started their stuff last week, and then the NBA is starting this week. So let's jump into that. And it's going to be a different discussion because I think the first thing to talk about is the bubble versus traveling. Like MLB with baseball, they are traveling across the country. I mean, it is limited to regions, but the NBA is just all in one bubble. Start with the name. Pro or con it? Just the bubble? Is that like the official, official name for it though? Or is it just like what people all call it? I think like reporters, everyone's been calling it that, so I assume it's the official name, but I truly don't know. But if it has another name... It's not working. Yeah. Because I feel like it's like uh, self-explanatory, but the bubble, yeah, pro or con it. Pro it. I think it works. It's, like you said, self-explanatory, and it's kind of fun, even though it's a really grim situation. Yeah, I like it. It also feels modern and simple, mm-hmm. kind of how we speak nowadays. Like, right. something looks like a bubble, we call it the bubble, this and that. Like, if it was called social distancing basketball or something (laughs) or arena i don't know like yeah or even playing off pop culture in a way too like the simpsons who had the bubble movie i forget if they even called it a bubble in that but same the idea kind of idea right yeah but yeah i mean if you guys don't know the bubble is pretty much where nba is going to be played for the rest of the year and it takes place in the quote-unquote happiest place on earth Disney World. AKA one of the places with the most corona cases in the world, Florida. Yeah, I mean at the very least we should disown this place. But <laughs> yeah, Florida uh takes place in Orlando, right? Disney World. And obviously their staff, all the players, backups, all that. As part of the rules of the bubble, like they can't leave the bubble. So it's like prison in Disney put it that way yeah or if you do leave then it has to be like a certain quarantine period when you come back or something we're through the exhibition games at this point at the time this episode is coming out and the season is starting the next day on july 30th and another big difference too is that mlb was starting a whole new season and the nba was almost done with their regular season not at the playoffs yet but that also changes the whole dynamic of their setup too because there have been some scrimmages and some initial exhibition games but now we're about to start the end of the regular season which we'll talk about in a sec and then the playoffs but i mean put it this way the nba said look doing 22 teams out of 30 what happened to us we're the other eight y'all trash y'all weren't making the playoffs anyway sorry knicks but Basically, like, only the people or the teams in contention, like, gonna come in, play the remaining eight games of the season, and head into playoffs. Yeah, so it's like, basically, you can still have a chance, because when they stopped, if it had just ended there and then they started the playoffs, that's not giving, you know, at least a little chance to some teams who were neck and neck to fight for that playoff spot. So it also is just, you know, warm-ups again in a way like separate from the exhibition but they get to play an actual game without it being the pressure of a playoff game too the games will start july 30th 
but it'll run to at the very latest October 13th. This is assuming everything goes right. Something crazy doesn't happen. I mean, we've already seen with baseball, Marlins major COVID breakout in the clubhouse. And baseball stuff is changing by the day. So we're recording this Monday night by the time this goes up Wednesday, like it could even be totally different. So yeah. And who knows? And obviously like the NBA will be playing super close attention to this because something similar can happen in the league too. So something to keep an eye out and just look out for news on that. There's so many different angles we'll be touching on, but let's dive into that for a sec. So going back to the bubble again, it can have the con of, you know, if there is an outbreak, everyone's together so it could spread quickly. But so far, it seems to be going well within the bubble itself. Like before that, there were some players who tested positive like Russell Westbrook, but within the bubble itself, almost no one has tested positive so far. And it seems to be working as a solution. I mean, what do you think of the bubble in terms of like the health and safety aspect i mean on paper it seems like it makes sense right if everyone inside is clean like we know they're clean right? and it's tested every day tested on a daily no one can get out where you can possibly get it inside from what i've seen everything is like super sanitized like they're taking the measures being extra careful so in theory should work perfectly if there is a case it's literally like an accident or someone left or a worker that didn't know how it came in or something like that but even then like you can take precautions and not let something like that happen so i pro it like seems like it's gonna work yeah i mean it seems a lot safer than the mlb's plan for sure i mean the only thing is and i guess it would only get worse with football but it's like basketball you know you're talking about a five player sport at a time obviously they have a bench with like another 10 players and you count coaches and all that but baseball obviously you have a 26 man roster even though teams started with 30 men and then again if you count football i don't even know what they play with 50 people maybe (laughs) something like that well even within the sport itself obviously basketball is much more of a contact sport so in that way it's a lot worse than baseball for spreading but if they are in this bubble and it's working according to the concept of it, then that shouldn't be an issue, you know? I mean, I think I would, as a player, definitely feel a lot safer in the NBA bubble than this whole MLB situation. And, you know, we've seen for what, like three weeks now or something, three, four weeks, the results of the NBA bubble and the almost no positive test. So I would pro it for the health aspect yeah i mean put it this way right now it seems like nba is doing everything right and the mlb is fucking up yeah in any way they can shout out to uh one of the better commissioners out there uh rob manfred (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah i'm being sarcastic but yeah it seems like the nba is doing everything right there were some controversies at first which we'll get into with like foods and staying situations but Seems like players are starting to get comfortable and feel all, like all right and okay with it. So, yeah, right now, Bubble seems like a pro. Although in terms of like actual gameplay, MLB so far has felt pretty normal watching games without, you know, people in the crowds and stuff. But the NBA, even though it's just been scrimmages, exhibition games so far, and I haven't watched like them in full or anything, but 
from the clips I've seen, it just doesn't feel like the NBA. Yeah, for real, for real. I don't know if it's just me, like I miss baseball. I'm a baseball fan, but these games felt normal. And I've even seen like a few. I was watching like the A's game where like they have the cutouts. Yeah. And there was moments where like I legit thought like, oh shit, like there's people behind. Like it right, looked yeah. normal. Like it just didn't feel weird at all. And then there's the background noise. And the game felt like good old regular baseball. Yeah, again, like you, I haven't really sat down to watch an NBA, I don't even know what they're calling it, preseason, pre-warm-up games. Mm -hmm. But I've seen, like, many clips. I mean, they're all over Twitter and plays and stuff. That shit looks weird. It looks strange. Like Summer League or... Yeah, like Summer League. AAU or whatever. Even that without a crowd. And it just looks like almost like you watching someone play NBA 2K. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, I guess I could watch you play, but... I'm going to just be on my phone. I don't really care about the game. Like, almost feels that way where, like, however it's set up, it doesn't really catch my eye as much. Isn't as legit and, like you're saying, it's not visually interesting even as an alternative? Like, it doesn't necessarily have to feel exactly like the NBA to work. We're not saying they need to replicate it, whatever. Like, we know they have to work with what they have, but it could at least be something visually or just in general with the setup a lot more fun to watch and it just feels so scrappy you know who they should have got to design the courts one person could have been wes anderson wow i mean who'd play there what team colors would look good with a wes anderson theme court Hmm. you know some nice reds some oranges some yellows off the top, I'm just thinking, like, Utah? I was thinking Denver, which is Oh, nearby. that kind of works, too. Both teams have good, like, blues that would contrast well. Another court design could be... Have you seen that Pigal one in Paris yeah, before? Yeah, Paris joint. Yeah. They, like, switch it up all the time, yeah, too, right? Yeah, but any of those types of styles, That'd that would be, be crazy. What about uh, Murakami? Mm, yeah. I think he's Japanese, yeah, too. Mm-hmm. Most people... Our age known because Kanye used them to do one of his covers. Yeah, I could see that. What about like Cause? Oh man, Cause would be dope. But, you know, it's also they don't want to have extra people in the bubble and stuff. But I don't know. They could have figured something out. I feel like the NBA, more than other sports, the players seem to feed off of like the arena's energy more. Technically, if you think about it, all sports, you're like performing for the crowd, right? But in baseball, like, even if you do, like, a bat flip after a home run or a strikeout, you're kind of doing it more towards the other team than you're actually doing for, like, the woos of the crowd, you know? Yeah, or for yourself. But in basketball, like, think back about, like, the playoffs or, like, watching Curry make a shot and the fucking crowd literally, like, fucking explodes. Like, I mean, not literally. That'd be tragic. (laughs) But, like, they go crazy. It goes wild. And they feed off of it. And then he comes down the court again. Another three. And, like... It gets even crazier. That energy won't be there. And I wonder if that will even affect them. And I think, obviously, it already affects how we see it. To the point where, like, I don't even know if we'll enjoy it as much. Even if it is, like, playoff basketball. Which kind of sucks. Like, that's the only time I tune into basketball. It's like playoff basketball. And if I'm not going to enjoy it, that's going to be pretty tough and hard to watch. But I could see that becoming, like, a major con, like, throughout the games, you know, like... That energy, that crowd isn't there. What if they turn it into a pro in the sense of it almost being like pickup basketball at the park, you know? 
where everyone's just talking shit to each other and it becomes like really competitive amongst the teams but you're not thinking about the crowds and maybe it makes it almost more intense you know yeah i mean that's a good point i don't mind the idea because it's almost like we've never really watched a game while listening to everything that happens on the court yeah even though i don't know if tv wants that to happen right i'm sure well there was one clip like of Melo, Carmelo. Right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly that's a good point i was gonna bring it up but Melo, if you guys don't know carmelo anthony legend sad nick <laughs> but known to be like one of the more vocal and trash talkers of this era right now and he's known to say, what is it? Like, fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> the first time in one of the preseason games that passed, he was caught. I wouldn't say caught, but <laughs> yeah. I guess the mics right, really exactly. caught a very loud and clear fuck out of here <laughs> of mellow. Because you know the what? stadium's empty. If the NBA really wants to embrace being modern, which they have done a pretty good job at overall, just allow the shit talking. Yeah. Where are these games going to air? Like ABC and shit I don't like know. that? That's Imagine watching play. one of these on ABC, though. <laughs> I mean, that is where they're going to play. Because I think that's ABC, I think, has like oh, their, yeah. the tie with Disney like and the, ESPN. And that's kind of how this all got set up for Disney being the place. Exactly. Too. So technically, you can't curse in those channels, right. right? Or Do like a separate feed or something. That would be the thing that wins me over like if you can hear this live cursing trash talking like which let's be real it's not gonna happen but it's not but i don't know maybe through like nba tv or something because i know they all have like different feeds and like different cameras Mm -hmm. but maybe that's something to like look into because i'd be interested in that or just like a special twitter account nba uncensored that's something that's something we talk about free ideas on this podcast like there's one adam sober just feel free run with it it's not a pros and cons episode without uh, (laughs) handing free ideas to the world but yeah i mean i'd be super interested in that and i mean have they confirmed that they're gonna be playing like live sounds kind of like in baseball where there's like a crowd background noise type thing going on i know they mentioned something where I don't know exactly how this is going to work, but like fans are going to be able to, I think, communicate possibly with audio to the court. And I know there's also going to be visually fans through like screens and stuff. That shit's weird. It all looks very like Black Mirror-y, but I don't know. Do you think they could do just simple crowd noises kind of like baseball where like cheer of the crowd or boot? No, they haven't been doing booing, but... I mean, real quick, I'll pro booing basketball or baseball. Yeah, like, that they should. I'm better not saying. happen. Like, someone should do it, even if it's just to the Astros or something. Like, imagine the Yankees playing the Red Sox at either ballpark, and they're not being booing when the other team is yeah, hitting. Yeah, like, like, make it real. I wouldn't say, like, crazy, like, super loud, but, you know, like, throw in, like, uh, like a couple <laughs> where they're like, yeah, what the fuck? Was that a boo? Like, just fuck with their head. But do I think they actually do that? I don't see why not. The only thing that comes to mind is, again, comparing it to baseball. I mean, we're going to do that a lot. Is that in baseball, I think it's easier to do that. Basketball is very fast. Like, a lot of shit is happening, like, rather quickly and often. We're talking about a game where you score probably every 20 seconds. Someone's going to have a really tough job to do controlling (laughs) audio. That's, like, the only thing I worry about and, like, timing and... 
making a shot and it being late or Curry taking a shot. He walks away like he usually does. He thinks it's going in, but that shit rims out. <laughs> oh, wait, <Yeah>. what? <laughs> Pump fake <laughs> crowd noise, which kind of happens too, I guess. But What's that gif? I think it's Nick Young. Nick that, Young. Who's yeah. like walking away after he thinks Shimming, he makes it. dancing. Yeah. <laughs> and then it goes out. out. Yeah, exactly. Good example. Uh, so I think it could be like, it has potential to go bad. We're like, oh, it's, this is just off. It's weird. I mean, you could say the same thing with baseball, though, with awkward timing, which we talked about Yeah, that episode. I guess that would be the case. I just think there's, like, less room for it, you know? Yeah. Well, there's also other more specific noise from the crowd in basketball, too. Like, defense, defense, you know, like, stuff like that. Which, that should work fine. Because I guess that's, like, someone's job, and they right. kind of know when to play that. Yeah, it's like you start walking down the court in the fourth yeah, quarter, exactly. five minutes. like. So I think that helps NBA. Like, there's already this, like, pre-existing template and audios that they usually play. So that, that works well for the NBA. Um, but, I mean, outside of that, I think it could work. And I kind of pro it, because I think it'd be weird without it. Yeah, so, I mean, we have gotten some nice insight into how everything's running through vlogs that different players have been doing surprisingly like there's Matisse Thibault from the 76ers who's a rookie that I had never heard of before this but his vlogs are sick JaVale McGee from the Lakers doing one as well like different players are doing them and you get a really inside look into the process of just how it's all going and it's been interesting to watch. Like, those are much more interesting to me than any of the scrimmage footage or anything like that that I've seen. <laughs> yeah, for real. I'd probably prefer to watch that over some of the games. And mostly where I've been seeing how the NBA is handling it, everything seems to be very, like, high security, hygiene is up there. like A lot of protocols. and Yeah, a lot of protocols, like... Like, everything is super controlled, which is good to see. Like, they actually care. They're following, like, even the system in which they used to, like, get two buildings and get in and out. It's like that wristband. Yeah, and it, like, lights up green when you hold it against this sensor thing they have. Yeah, it's like a sensor. makes a sound, too, um, Mm -hmm. that checks you in. And, again, like, they're going to have the people, everything they need to work everything out. Like, in one of them, too, they got food the infamous food that they're giving the players (laughs) and he like didn't get a fork or something he's like yo i didn't get a fork right away they like i mean it's edited so we don't know how long it took but i'm assuming it was kind of fast yeah they give him a fork but they didn't even give it to him they just like left it by the door because they don't want any contact that was pretty funny like a plastic one and a little you know sealed off pouch and everything yeah exactly so it's kind of cool to see just how they're living because literally they're going to be living in this space for the next couple of months really yeah the nba is doing their shit yeah and they all quarantined initially when they got there and had to do the positive testing and all that and they're still testing every day and you see like that's part of just the everyday life that they're going through and even going off the food real quick We've seen variations of that. Like, the very first pictures look like straight airplane food. No, it was horrific. It was trending, like, immediately once, like, the first image came out of players putting them up. And it, like, made me question, because I assume it got better, right? Yeah, I've seen definitely better now, like, over time. And they also have, like, 
other places they can order in from the NBA app and stuff that are nearby and etc. See, but here's the thing. Like, do you think that those first couple meals we saw, right, the tragic looking ones, the little, I think it was airplane yeah. food, probably the same company that makes airplane food made those meals. You think they got that just because it was like the first couple of days shit wasn't. Yeah, I don't know why in, that happened. Or it got better because of like the outrage and it was oh, like embarrassing. That's interesting. No, I don't know. I feel like I'll give the NBA the benefit of the doubt in this case. I think they were going to have good shit because these athletes need that nourishment. And the NBA is a very outspoken league. Like if the food was trash the whole time, it would not be a good look for the league. So I don't know why initially it was bad, but I think the plan at least in theory, was always to have it be solid. But for me, the major problem was the portions. Yeah, the portion was a big (laughs) thing because it was, again, going off this idea of being an athlete. They need a lot of food, and it was like nothing. Yeah, I mean, I eat a fuck ton. Like, (laughs) I eat a lot. You know this. And I saw this, and I'm like, that's a joke. (laughs) Because these dudes are probably like twice my size. I mean, I'm sure they're twice my size. And you're giving them this portion that I'm sure, like, my little sister can eat and probably right. still be hungry. That's insane. It's also the presentation they were and still often are in these, like, styrofoam containers. And just that alone makes the food look worse off the bat. Like, sometimes I would look at it, like, as it kept going, I was like, this wouldn't look as bad if it was on a nice plate as that container but some of it just looked bad in general but i have seen it continue to get better even down to javel mcgee is a vegan and he was talking in some videos and showing in the vlog about how sometimes it was like there was even one where he was eating this burger supposed to be a vegan one and on the bag it's written like tofu whatever he's like, nah, this shit too good. Like, it tastes too real. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. I'm not going to chance it. And I don't know. It seems like even with the vegan players, like, they're still trying to accommodate them. And I didn't even know J.R. Smith is also a vegan. The weird part is I didn't know JaVale was, but I had heard that J.R. is. Oh, really? Yeah. But yeah, basically, it seems like the food has continued to get better. And just in general for... The NBA providing stuff like they gave like a little care package of different things when players arrived, which you see in these videos as well and other stuff like it feels like they're being taken care of pretty well. And there is like a decent amount of things for them to do like they can go golf, they can do fishing, they can do ping pong, although no doubles and then (laughs) cornhole, (laughs) even though I saw them doing doubles in that swimming pickleball a bunch of stuff like there seems you know of course on top of actually playing and practicing and all that stuff it seems like there's other stuff that they can do with each other too as just fun activities to blow off steam or whatever yeah and i'm even seeing videos of them like going around the park like getting on some of the rides i think i saw like might have been JaVale and Kuzma from the Lakers, like, going through the Disney water slides and stuff, like, swimming and all that, which is pretty dope. Like, there's entertainment for sure. Even though this is such a dark kind of 
time and situation, it feels almost like they're all at summer camp and they have said that too. Like it just feels like a fun thing, even though there's so much seriousness and so much at stake, you know, at least for this period before the season has started. Right. No, yeah. And at least at first, it's like this once in a lifetime thing, at least for these players, you know, where they know they're living through something different. I think they're aware. And it's yeah. like, oh, let's just have the best time we can have while going through this. And right. Obviously, they are making the best of it. And it seems like not just the players that post, but even through like the vlogs and stuff, you see all the other players like still having a good time. It is like a brotherhood, like everyone's enjoying themselves. Hopefully it stays like that through October, you know, like the playoffs and all that. And I mean, like a lot of players are doing their best too to feel like comfortable and make themselves at home. We've seen a bunch of stuff that like players are doing or bringing into their rooms, like video games. Yeah, exactly. Like players bringing their whole gaming setup, streaming and shit. Super dope. I think it was Patrick Beverly, like, who also had video games, but also had, like, a bunch of shit, like, candles and all his snacks and all that. Right. Like, by the window. He was getting comfortable. There's PJ Tucker, who brought 60 pairs of kicks, because that's his life. We know. <laughs> the actual shoe game king. Biggest sneakerhead in the NBA. Yeah. The boy, somehow, we know he's not going anywhere, brought 60 kicks, because he has to switch it up. And I'm sure he's probably buying shit online and, like, getting stuff shipped to him. Yeah, he said he was going to keep buying. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, players are doing what they like to do still, and it's cool to see. Like, do whatever you got to do to make yourself happy, you know? Yeah, meanwhile, J.R. Smith brought a week's worth of underwear or something. (laughs) Hey, some of us are simpler than others, you know? (laughs) But I think they are doing laundry, like, daily, because I saw in... I think it was one of Matisse's videos where they just like throw a bag in front of their door at the end of the day, or maybe it's after practice, I'm not sure, but where it gets, you know, all their stuff gets washed. I mean, it makes sense. Sounds like one of those protocol things they have to do to just stay safe and pro that. And the hotels themselves, we didn't fully talk about yet, but there's like three different ones. And depending on kind of where you were at, you're staying at different ones and from what we've seen they look pretty nice like all of them seem pretty good it looked like hotels i definitely would not mind staying at yeah except if you're rajon rondo and you think it's like a motel six see it's rajon i mean never really liked the guy he goes on my list of unlike people on the show Uh, damn shout out to ryan gosling michael jordan (laughs) But with the bubble, too, like you mentioned, you're not supposed to leave, although some players have for certain reasons, like Zion Williamson, you know, young legend in the making, hopefully. He left for some family stuff, wasn't really detailed, but he's back now and has to quarantine. But that seems to be, like, handled. And then there was another situation yeah, I mean, we have Lou Williams, if you guys don't know, plays for the Clippers, the best six man out there, decided to get out of the bubble for, quote unquote, some personal and family issues, kind of like Zion, right? Mm-hmm. Our boy leaves. <laughs> then, shout out to the boy, Jack Carlo, posts a little story video out there, you know, a little snap, 
It's always social media, bro. It's <laughs> always social media. But basically, Jack Harlow and up-and-coming rapper, really popular right now, popping. Yeah. Uh, ESPN has been playing his songs and all that. Has music on MLB The Show. He's like in the sports world. Like People know him now. Good rapper. I like him personally. Makes a post, obviously, hanging out next to Lou Williams. And not just like, hey, it's the supermarket. I saw you. Right. Coincidentally, you know. Nah, it's like, yo, they're either in a studio or at a club. The lighting, you know, the neon. Yeah. The swag, the drip. And they both posed for the photo. It's not like Jack caught him, you know, on the low and posted it. Or like someone else that... Right. You know, a friend or something. No, like, this was them intentionally taking a photo together. And I'm sure, just because of the world we live in, right before they took the photo, I'm sure someone said, hey, for the grant, <laughs> real quick, pull up real quick, let me take a photo. So they probably knew they were going to post it or it was going to go up or someone was going to see this. And Lou William has yet heard the last of it. <laughs> the dude became, like, a Twitter joke right away. Endless memes, a bunch of jokes and tweets uh fast forward basically like he reports back now he has to quarantine for 10 days and he's gonna have to pay for it yeah i mean he basically snitched on himself and there is actually a snitch hotline in the mm-hmm. nba in the bubble and i don't think it's actually called that but that's what everyone calls it and the idea basically being if you see someone leaving the bubble or not following rules or whatever you can call this hotline anonymously and, you know, report what you're seeing. And, of course, that has sparked tons of memes as well. Like LeBron on his phone, like, yo, I saw Kawhi and Paul George <laughs> off campus. <laughs> or Chris Paul, like, yo, LeBron was dipping to Red Lobster, you know. <laughs> Whose idea was it? Like, <laughs> I mean, first off pro the name snitch hotline like we were saying earlier (laughs) you want the names to be catchy original and tweetable you know you want it to be a hashtag almost but whoever came up with the idea of making it happen it's like you're just like trying to put people against each other yeah like a player could just say it to get others in trouble yeah it's like i got a big game tomorrow against the spurs yeah exactly Or even if it is true, then, like, you're now creating just enemies and, like, I don't know. It's just, like, a bad idea overall. Before we go, you know, we've been covering specific stuff around how this will run and all that and how it's going so far. But in terms of the actual basketball of this season, I mean, I personally wasn't really watching all that much before this happened. Were you paying much attention to the season so far? I have not watched a single game. I do watch, like, the occasional highlight or if anything, you know, trends or whatever. But I wouldn't say I was really interested in it. However, I was looking forward to the playoffs, mostly because of all the LeBron hype with the Lakers. Especially after Kobe passing, it is, like, a significant year. So I'm still rooting for that. They also seem super hungry lately Mm. for a championship. Like, LeBron feels like he's playing no games right now. Like, he wants this. And with the NBA already playing most of the regular season and now just having this, like, do you think the championship is more or less valuable for the NBA this year? Like, we talked about this with baseball, too, which is a little different because, again, starting from nothing, but... I guess my answer would be the same one I gave baseball, which is I don't think it should matter. 
However, it is for different reasons. One being that most of the season, literally like 90% of the season was played. We kind of knew who was going to the playoffs. And also, like we mentioned earlier, those that weren't sure if they were going to the playoffs, they're still going to have their chance to either make it or not make it. So it's not like you're avoiding any teams or changing destiny, you know, like you're still going to let it happen. So the other thing is the thing that would change that and make it unfair is if like somehow some way which is very possible is if like knock on wood god forbid like a major player gets covid in the middle of it that would only be the uh like you know throw the asterisk on that that's kind of weird but it's kind of happened before in other playoffs where like teams get injured well even like durant great example and happened not long ago something we've seen before and but even then it's like everyone's dealing with the same shit so i think you just have to look at it differently like it'll be its own special thing like the corona championship you know or the covid championship real quick do you know what corona means in spanish not off the top it's a crown damn you know who wears a crown the king james king james (laughs) for the chip all right go ahead just had to say that damn that changes everything (laughs) (laughs) see what i mean it was destiny like it was bound to happen that way the corona championships for king james i mean wouldn't mind seeing the lakers win this year i would be interested to see the pelicans make a run and have zion and jj reddick get some highlights in but i don't know i don't really have favorites and yeah i think it'll just be its own thing and of course you have the whole Clippers situation with Kawhi now being on their team and Paul George and etc. But I feel like that narrative has kind of like gone quiet. I feel like I haven't even heard of them since this whole thing happened. Yeah. They're still arguably like the first or second best team in the league. Overall, I think the health and safety is most important. So just off that alone, even I would give this like a light solid pro and probably solid unless it's you know not working but obviously con the setup like we talked about but that's what i'll be going with for the moment yeah overall i'd give it a solid pro or whatever would be higher than what i gave baseball last week just because the nba is doing much of a better job of handling things players seem to be a little happier than what they were with baseball the season isn't tarnished or anything um so everything is just going right obviously i am worried about how the games will feel and the players will feel in the games i don't know if it'll be as entertaining that i would con but everything else i don't see why it shouldn't work and hopefully it's better than i expected and at the very least we'll keep getting the vlog so not mad at that so yeah that wraps it up for this episode of pros and cons i'm kev you can find me at same old kev pretty much everywhere and I'm Jack. You can find me at Jack Bloom Summer, Summer with an O on everything. Ball out. Go peep Matisse Thibault's videos on YouTube. Peace.